Next, the golden days of radio. This is Frank Brzee welcoming you to the golden days of radio. Great moments from radio programs of the past with the world's most famous personalities. Those memorable moments when everyone listened to enjoy the make-believe world of radio. On this program, we are saluting one of the greatest radio performers of all time, Eddie Cantor. If you knew Susie like I know Susie, oh, 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 what a girl. There's none so classy as this fair lassie. Oh, 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 my goodness, what a chassis. I had a mustache as cute as a pup. Susie kissed me and she burned a darn thing up. If you knew Susie like I know Susie, oh, oh, what a girl. If you knew Susie like I know Susie, oh, 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 what a girl. She wears long tresses and such tight dresses. Oh, oh, what a future she possesses. Out in public, she's meek and mild. But in the parlor, mother dear, come save your child. If you knew Susie like I know Susie, oh, oh, what a girl. Eddie Cantor was born on Henry Street on the east side of New York. From a delivery boy for a delicatessen to one of show business's highest paid entertainers, Eddie Cantor's magnificent personality entertained the world for more than 60 years. In his early years, Eddie landed a steady job as a singing waiter in a saloon at Coney Island, where he formed a lifelong friendship with the saloon's piano player, a very young Jimmy Durante. Because there's no people like show people. They smile when they are low. Yesterday they told you you would not go far. That night you open and there you are. Next day on your dressing room they found a star. Let's go on with the show. On, on with the show. Jimmy, go right into if you knew Susie, all right? All right. Go ahead. In 1912, Eddie Cantor joined Gus Edwards' Kid Cabaret, the top kid vaudeville act in show business, which boasted many other youngsters who later became famous, Groucho Marx, Ray Bolger, Phil Silvers, Walter Winchell, and George Jessel. Eddie's big break came in the Ziegfeld Follies of 1917, in which Eddie appeared with Fanny Bryce, W.C. Fields, and the immortal Will Rogers. Eddie always loved to reminisce about his Ziegfeld days and would especially enjoy telling this story about W.C. Fields. He was quite a fellow. After the opening night in Boston, we lived in a hotel called the Lennox, Lennox Hotel. And he ordered champagne. Me said, uh, here, Eddie, here's to you. At four or five o'clock in the morning, I wanted to die. <laughs> I was so sick, so sick. Maybe it was good for me. I stayed away from it. And thereafter, God bless this man, Fields. Whenever we went to a restaurant, turns away, he says, uh, 
Give the boy with the big eyes some ginger ale. He's a little delicate. One success followed another for Eddie. The Ziegfeld Follies of 1917, the 1918, and 1919. The next season, 1920, the Schuberts, noted Broadway producers, starred Eddie in a review called The Midnight Rounders, which ran to standing room only for two years. And it was in this show that Eddie Cantor introduced one of his all-time hit songs. Ma, he's making eyes at me. Ma, he's awful nice to me. Ma, he's almost breaking my heart. I'm beside him. Mercy, let his conscience guide him. Ma, he wants to marry me. Be my honey bee. He makes me weak. He makes me nervous. I have never had such service. Ma, he's kissing me. Ma, he's making eyes at me. Ma, he's awful nice to me. Ma, he's almost breaking my heart. If you peek in, you will see I'm going to weaken. Ma, he wants to marry me. Be my honey bee. He wants the neck. He wants to wrestle. What's his name? It's Georgie Jessel. Ma, he's kissing me. Eddie returned to the Ziegfeld fold to star in the Follies of 1927. And a year later, opened in one of its biggest hits, Whoopi. And here's the title song to which Eddie brought everlasting fame. Another bride, another groom, another sunny honeymoon, another season, another reason for making whoopee. The choir sings, here comes the bride, another victim is by her side he's lost his reason cause it's the season for making down through the countless ages you'll find it everywhere somebody makes good wages somebody wants her share she calls him toodles and rolls her eyes she makes some strudels and bakes some pies. What is it all for? It's so he'll fall for Mayoon. Another year, or maybe less. What's this I hear? Or can't you guess? She feels neglected, and he's suspected of making. She sits alone Most every night He doesn't phone Or even write He says he's busy But she said Is he? He doesn't make much money Five thousand dollars per Some judge who thinks he's funny Says you pay six to her. He says, now judge, suppose I fail. The judge says, budge, right into jail. You'd better keep her. You'll find it's cheaper than making whoopee. In 1931, Eddie Cantor went on the air with a weekly broadcast. 
and he continued for more than 25 years as the most popular star on radio. I love to spend each Sunday with you as friend of friend. I'm sorry it's through. I'm telling you just how I feel. I hope you feel that way too. Let's make a date for next Sunday night. I'm here to stay. Twill be my delight to sing again, bring again the things you want me to. I love to spend each Sunday with you. And here he is with Burns and Allen. Why, it's Gracie Allen. Well, well for goodness sake. Oh, uh... Gracie, what are you doing here? I didn't expect you. Well, neither did my mother, but here I am. <laughs> look, look, Gracie. Gracie, I like you, but I'm having trouble enough. Yeah, I know. I heard your program last week. <laughs> well, why you're going to let that awful Mrs. Flounder produce the picture for you is a mystery to me. Now, if you let me produce the picture, it'll be a mystery to everybody. On I, I, of... I, yeah, I, I know that, but Gracie... Well, you, you don't have to worry if I produce the picture. I've never ruined anybody's career, and all I want is a chance. Yeah, look, look, Gracie. Gracie, when it comes to making pictures, you're a complete novice. Oh, please, I'm not that good. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie, and... Eddie, having trouble? George Burns, well... How long has Gracie been here? Oh, about three or four minutes, George. Have an aspirin. Say, <laughs> Eddie. Yeah? Who's this? Who is this? Yeah. He follows me home every night. Yeah. <laughs> Gracie, what are you talking about? That's George Burns. You've been together for 15 years. Oh, no wonder he gets so fresh, huh? <laughs> Eddie. Yeah? Give me back the aspirin. <laughs> no, no, you better take your headache home with you. Okay, good night, Eddie. Good night, and I'll heckle you on your show next Monday. Well, come on, Gracie, come on. Well, wait, I haven't finished the story come yet. On, so the ink on, is now dry, and the hero is an old man. And here's Eddie with Park Your Carcass. Park Your Carcass, you a plastic surgeon? You're a fake, a fraud, a phony. That's a lie, and I wish I could prove it. <laughs> All right, Parky, now let's get down to business. Yeah? Whatever gave you the idea of becoming a plastic surgeon? Racetracks. You see, always when the races is over, everybody's coming out with long faces. Well? I lift it. <laughs> what a plastic surgeon with racing fans for patience. Is that so? Why, some of the biggest stars in Hollywood is my patients. Yes? Do you know uh, Merna Loy and Betty Grable and Alice Faye and Anne Sheridan? I know them all. How's about introducing me? Get <laughs> silly to talk to the girls you just mentioned. Right. They're young, beautiful. It will be 30 or 40 years before they'd need a plastic surgeon. I can't wait. I need the money now. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you do get yourself a customer who needs a plastic surgeon and needs one badly. All right. How soon could you be in my office? Friday. Wait a minute. <laughs> Me? You're going to improve my face? You? Too big a job for one man, huh? Get away. <laughs> 
During Eddie's radio days, he ran for president, in a comic way, of course, with the questionable help of Burt Gordon, the mad Russian. We want Cantor, we want Cantor. I'm not a politician, so what I say is true. If you send me to Washington, is what I promise you. Oh, when I'm the president, when I'm the president, there'll be no holes in donuts. When I'm the president, we want Cantor, we want Cantor. I love the little kitties and want to help them too. So if your papa votes for me, here's what I'll do for you. Oh, when I'm the president, when I'm the president, the parents will eat the spinach. When I'm the president, we want Cantor, we want Cantor. The opposition party has taxed and taxed and taxed. When I get in the White House, why, you can all relax. Oh, when I'm the president, when I'm the president, Gosh, what I need is help. Mm. A high-powered publicity man. A fellow who will get my name before the American people. A man who is a master of words. A man who created a famous slogan such as, How do you do? Why, it's Fred Gordon, the mad Russian. And I'm taking it easy. Russian? You are... Russian, you are a publicity man? Most of course. I will go up to the head of the Associated Press and I will say to him, Original, but he won't answer me. Why not? His name is Maya. <laughs> oh, Russian. Why, you, you don't even know anybody in the newspaper business. Would you like to see how I get the story in the paper? Yes, go ahead. I'll call up the newspaper. Go ahead. Hello? Give me the desk. The city desk. Hello, desk. <laughs> Look in your top drawer and see if I left my lunch there. <laughs> Listen, Dad. Eddie Camper is running for president. Give me a rewrite. Hello, rewrite. I just got a hot flush. <laughs> I should take a nice friend. Listen, rewrite. Eddie Camper is running for president. Give me the composing room. Hello, room. Oh, I'm sorry, I got the wrong room. Hello, composing room. Eddie Camper is running for president. Now, now the presses start to roll. Yes. Out comes an extra. I run down to the corner, pick up a paper, and am I amazed? Am I amazed? Why? Eddie Camper, you're running for president. Oh, of course I am. Eddie was always exceptionally active in discovering new talent for the screen and radio. Among his finds, Deanna Durbin, Bobby Breen, Eddie Fisher, and one of his most famous discoveries, Dinah Shore. Say, tell me, Eddie, just how long have you been singing songs? Well, I sang this one back in 1910, and I'd like to hear one song that you can compare with it. And then he'd row, row, row Way up the river he would row, row, row A hug he'd give her, then he'd kiss her now and then She would tell him when He'd fool around and fool around And then they'd kiss again And then he'd row, row, row A little further he would row Oh, 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 oh Then he'd drop both his oars Take a few more on cause And then he'd row, row, row now, please, come on now. You're not going to compare that 1910 song with this one right here. 
Oh, give me land, lots of land under starry skies above. Don't fence me in. Let me ride through the wide open country that I love. Don't fence me in. Not a bad little song. But back in the last war, when it was in the Zigzag Follies of 1919, that I gave out with, How you gonna keep them down on the farm after 18? And when he meets his pa, you kiss his cheek and holler, ooh, la, la. How you gonna keep up down on the farm after they've seen Paris? Well, this being the second day of spring, I go back to the spring of 1925 when I made a fair living from When the red, red robin comes bob, bob, bobbing along, along. And when he stops throbbing his old sweet song I'm just a kid again doing what I did again Singing a song When the red, red robin comes bob-bob-bobbing along Oh, well now, you'll have to admit that one's kind of tired Next to this Academy Award winner, Lend an Ear Would you like to swing on a star? be a mule. A mule is an animal. All right, Dinah. All right, Dinah. I give in. I give in. A mule is an animal. All right, I give in. I give in, Dinah. You've got to accentuate the positive. Eliminate the negative. Latch on to the affirmative. Don't mess with Mr. In-Between. No, no, don't mess with Mr. All the fabled names of the world of entertainment were Eddie's friends. Sophie Tucker, George M. Cohan, Ethel Merman, the Marx Brothers, Fred Allen, Jack Benny, Will Rogers, Edwin, and, and here's Eddie with his very good friend, Maurice Chevalier. Ah, uh, Maurice, but you know something? In all the years we've known each other, we've never sung a duet together. Nothing could give me greater pleasure, Eddie. <laughs> Let's go! If you knew Susie like I know Susie, oh, 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 what a girl. There's none so classy as this fair lassie. Oh, 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 my goodness, what a chassis. J'aurais une moustache mignonne comme tout. I don't know what you're saying, but I'd like to try some too. If you knew Susie like I know Susie, Eddie Cantor was proud of his profession, and he was so proud of his country. During both world conflicts in 1917 and again in 1941, Eddie Cantor was always there to give a helping hand. He performed at service camps, hospitals, rallies. He sold liberty bonds, war bonds, recruited soldiers, zipped public morale to a new high, and all in all was a one-man entertainment and fundraising bureau. His closeness with President Franklin D. Roosevelt prompted this remark by the chief executive. I have had many telegrams today, Thanksgiving telegrams. There's one that I want to read to you from an old friend who's helped warm springs in past days very greatly, Eddie Cantor, the comedian, the actor. And he gives me a thought that I think we can all 
think over. May you and yours have a happy Thanksgiving. I am thankful that I can live in a country where our leaders sit down on Thanksgiving Day to carve up a turkey instead of a map. Eddie Cantor was responsible with uh, President Roosevelt for the formation of the National Foundation for Infantile Paralysis. And the slogan that Eddie Cantor coined, the March of Dimes, is a tribute to his great love of humanity. As long as I live, I'll never forget the last appearance that, that Eddie made. It was, a, it was a Hollywood TV show hosted by George Burns. Eddie and, and George Jessel sang a song they'd performed many years before at the famous Palace Theater on Broadway. The memory of that program will always burn deep in my heart. Now I'd like to introduce two gentlemen who really played the big time, and they're the greatest. And I'm very happy to have them on the show. They're going to do part of their act that they did at the Palace Theater at the time they broke the record there. My two very dear friends, Eddie Cantor and Georgie Jessel. What you do is okay with me. Pals, pals, just regular pals. What you do suits me to a tea. I haven't a brother. I haven't a son. But you've been more than a brother. You're just like a son. And we'll sing till our days are done That we'll be pals, pals, pals Eddie, all through our act you've done nothing but talk about Ida and your daughters and your family Yeah now, I know that's nice, but, Eddie, this isn't something that you invented, you know. No. Other people have families and daughters, too. Yeah, well... You've got no patent on this thing. <laughs> I guess you're right, Georgie. Now that I haven't mentioned my family, do me a favor, Georgie. What is that? Please don't sing about your mother's eyes. If you're so worried about her eyes, take her once to an optician, get her a pair of glasses. concludes this edition of the Golden Days of Radio. I hope you've enjoyed the past half hour. As Eddie Cantor sang in his theme song, I love to spend these hours with you, and I hope you'll tune in again next time and spend this time with me. This is Frank Brzee in Hollywood, California for the Golden Days of Radio. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.